Good morning, fellow sovereigns. And welcome, fellow sovereigns. I normally say that, don't I? So I'd just like to explain to you that life is meaningless. It's nothing to be panicked about. I didn't say life is worthless. I said life is meaningless. I.e., life has no meaning. So, first of all, when there is a self-evident truth, we all agree on it. There's no question. So if I say to you, what color is my car? And each one of you, every person on the world, on the planet, looks at it, they'll all say it's black. So there's just no question. Immediately, we say it's black. So that is a truth. That is, my car is black. Uh, so... It's really simple. When there's something we all agree on, without question, immediately, then that's the truth. When there's something that we can't agree on, then that's not a truth. It's really that simple. And that's the test. How quickly can we just all agree? Boom, like that. And so everyone's trying to find the meaning of life, and many, many people are trying to tell us what the meaning of life is. Because there's no agreement and you know we look at whatever religious text or whatever philosophy or whatever uh, self-help personal development book or whatever course there's a whole range of the meaning of life and one of them is 42 so you know <laughs> for some the meaning is 42 however the meaning of life life itself has no meaning. So here I have a, can you see this? A crystal bowl. It goes the wrong way. So I have this clear crystal bowl that's empty. Now this is life, okay? It's pure, clean, untouched if you like. That's, oh, it goes the wrong way. That's life. It's empty. It has no meaning. It's just a bowl. So, let's say we're about to have a children's party. We now fill that bowl with sweets. It's now become a sweets bowl. So the bowl itself hasn't changed, but the use we've put to it has changed. It's now become a sweets bowl. So, when the party's over, the sweets are all eaten up, we wash the bowl, the next day we have some fruit. What have we, Oh, okay, let's put the fruit in here. It's now a fruit bowl. The bowl hasn't changed. Still the same bowl. Still the same clean, empty bowl. We've simply put something in it. We've put fruit in it. It's now a fruit bowl. So we've given it a meaning. We had one meaning before. A sweet bowl. Now it's a fruit bowl. So the next evening we decide we're going to have a, a dinner party. And what are we going to put all the nuts in? Uh, whatever it is let's say nuts let's put the nuts in here so we take the fruit out we put the nuts in it has now become a nuts bowl or whatever we put in it and that is life life is untouched by what we put in it it's still exactly the same bowl <clears throat> and so if we look at life as being this empty bowl 
which has no meaning except what we put in it, then it takes on a meaning. And that explains why everyone has a different meaning for life. Every religious person, every philosopher, every whatever, self-help guru, whatever, that's why there are many different meanings for life. Because life has no meaning. Life only has meaning by virtue of what we put in it. So some people will say that life, the meaning of life is all about family. So once their bowl is full of family, so once their bowl is full of fruit, we can't put anything else in it. Take the fruit out, we can put anything in it. We then fill it up with sweets. We can't put anything else in it. Take the sweets out, we can put anything in it. So when our bowl is full of family, there's not much room for anything else. That becomes the meaning of our life. And people will ask us, what's life about? And they will say, it's all about family. It's all about family, of course. Because that's what they put in it. Life itself didn't say, I'm about family. This bowl hasn't said a thing. There's nothing etched on it that says, this bowl is about fruit or sweets or whatever. Compost, anything. <laughs> the bowl is empty. It has no label. It does not speak and tell us what it's for. It allows us to put anything into its emptiness, into its void. And so some people decide that life is about dramas and about things going wrong. If they fill their bowl up with life, of bowl of life up with dramas and with terrible things going wrong, then there's no room for anything else. There's only dramas. And people who have constant dramas and constant bad things happen to them, they wonder why other people don't. Because they cannot conceive of not having dramas because their bowl is full of it. And there is no possibility of having peace and a joyous time of life. And when we, you know, I don't know. Let's say Richard Branson. He's probably filled his life up. I know family's a big thing for him and his business. Virgin, virgin everything. <laughs> virgin on the ridiculous. A huge business. So he's filled his life up with that. That's given him, if you like, a meaning but he put that meaning in there. And he could just as easily sell Virgin and all the, let's say, drama that goes with it, let it go and go and do something else. Go and be a priest or a gardener or something else. But no, he's chosen to do that. And that's, it just is. That's what he's done. There's no good or bad. He chose that. Other people choose misery. And when we fill our bowl up with misery, <laughs> then it overflows and we try and <clears throat> have the overflow go on to other people projection there's no room for joy there's no room for happiness there's no room for bliss there's no room for peace and silliness and things going right and i don't know if you've ever noticed but some people who call themselves lucky are lucky 
out of some probably unconscious part of their psyche or their beingness, they have put luck into their bowl of life. And there it sits, possibly with other things as well. But luck doesn't fill the whole bowl up. There might be room for other things like joy and happiness and nice, nice surprises and whatever. And so lucky people who say they're lucky, they are lucky. And people who constantly say, oh, I'm always late. They're always late. They have filled their bowl of life up with lateness. And there's no room for respect and being on time. And so when our life uh, is not how we'd like it, we can simply look at what we have put in that bowl of life. What are our governing beliefs? What is the thing that drives us? What gets us up in the morning? And it was, oh, I've got to go to work and I hate my job and it's just so boring and I suppose I have to do it because I've got to feed the family and oh, I've got the bills to pay. Da, 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 da. Whatever that angst is called, that's in your bowl of life. And so that's what will be every day, every day. Oh, I've got to get up, I'm going to, going to work and I hate it and it's boring and I've got to make money to provide for my family and pay for my car bills and pay the mortgage. That's what your, your day, every day will be. And so we can change that. We can start taking out. We don't maybe not take everything out because that's, you know, we have based our life on that misery. And we start emptying the bowl, that's quite a... Our identity changes. We actually lose who we are. Because what we put in that bowl of our life is what we identify as who we are. I am someone who has to go to work do the boring work and provide for my family and for whatever. It's, uh, that's my identity. So when I start taking out, who am I now? But, uh, uh, my, my bowl is becoming emptier. So the universe abhors a vacuum. And obviously, when we start taking something out, automatically something goes in. So we can let whatever goes in, go in, or we can choose. So we might choose that on a Sunday we have joy. <laughs> just one day of the week. Don't, don't get too carried away, just a little bit. Have one day of joy. And I get to do whatever I like. And it's for me, it's my day of joy. And it might be with people, with my family, with on my own, whatever. But it's my one day of joy. And I still accept the other six days are going to be misery. So we can start replacing our misery, if you like, or whatever is not working with something that is working step by step. So we don't have to clean everything out of our bowl because generally that's too much of a, it's a bigger, too big a step. And our identity is tied into all of these things. And you know, sometimes the ident part of our identity is who we are. 
am I American? Am I Canadian? Am I Slovenian? Am I Maori? Am I New Zealander? Am I from Aotearoa? Yeah, all of those labels that we have put on ourselves. And so we are very, if we, if that is part of our meaning of life, is my label. And it might be my title. I'm a, I don't know, a grave digger. I'm a politician. I'm a this, that, other thing. So when we, so part of that life meaning thing is the labels we have put into the bowl of life. And if we're stuck with, I am, I don't know, a boring little man who has to go to a boring little job every day just to provide for the boring things of life. That's my label of who I am. And that's my identity. And that's what I lean on in every moment. And so to take that away, I'm going to fall over. So I can start changing it a little step by little step. <clears throat> and my father had Alzheimer's. Um, and at the time, one of my brothers did a lot of research into Alzheimer's and they found that most people who have Alzheimer's are people who have been absolutely uh, committed to their cause, usually work. So these are nuns and priests and politicians and business people and the kind of people that work is the meaning of their life. And so when they retire, because work doesn't go with us when we retire generally, <laughs> and it certainly doesn't go with us to the grave, but that's another, another step. So when we give up that which we have spent our lives working for, we've built up this whatever it is, this business, this political party, this congregation, this we've built something up, we've created something in the world, and it's out there, and now we're not part of it, suddenly our bowl is empty and that's a step too far for most people because we can't generally we can't just step out of who we were so the healthy thing is while we have a job and know that we're going to not have a job sometime is to find some other meaning and that might be playing bowls or it might be i don't know going on excursions with all the old people in the bus, or it might be starting something new. The most famous uh, ornithologist in England, or one of the world's most famous ornithologists, and I can't remember his name at the moment, but he was a chemist. He had a chemist shop in London. And at the age of 60, he retired. And he was absolutely fascinated with birds. And so at 62 or 3, I think he started a degree in ornithology, and somewhere in his late 60s, uh, in early 70s, he became acknowledged as the world's leading ornithologist. This was probably in the 60s, I think, 70s, 50s or 60s. Gordon Campbell? I don't know. And so he had his meaning of life before that was his chemist shop, a very successful one. And then he had transferred his meaning of life he had emptied it of chemist shop and put in ornithology and he may have had some room in there for family and other things as well but the biggest part went from chemist to ornithology and that 
gave him his new identity. And so whenever we're feeling down, whenever we're feeling empty, it's not a lot different from Alzheimer's, where somehow we have lost that, the bowl's become empty. It's back to a crystal bowl with nothing in it. So all it takes is us to just, whatever we need to do, go and have a coffee, cook a meal, do something in our happy space, whatever that is, and it might be meditation, it might be swimming, it might be whatever, gardening or something, find a moment and think of something to put in your bowl. Doesn't matter what it is. Because, as I said at the start, because there's no universally accepted meaning for life, it doesn't matter what we use, what we put in the bowl. It's not like my car being black. That's a universal truth. The truth of life is there isn't any because we haven't agreed. So we can put absolutely anything in that bowl. And that is a difficulty with people, say, who are in gangs and they want to get out of it, but they can't because there's this whole, you can't leave the gang because da-da-da-da, all sorts of reasons. And some of those reasons are very, very tangible, very real. But some part of that reasoning is that I am so psychologically attached to the gang, to have not gang in my bowl means my bowl's empty. And so to move from something that's very difficult to move from, for that's just an example, one needs to put something in the bowl first to, to start replacing what's coming out. And so it might be a day of, I don't know, helping somebody, I don't know, a day of family, a day of, yeah, helping at the school, I don't know. So whether we're in a difficult situation, it's very hard to extract ourselves from or we're in a situation of life is meaningless there's no point in getting up and that's very real for lots of people and I know that I've contemplated suicide quite a few years ago twice and then I realized that I'd lost meaning my bowl had become empty and I found meaning and I think Probably I just chose stuff, anything. And so we can play with it. I can choose to be a teacher. I can choose to be, no, uh, I don't really like that. Or maybe, no, I won't be an accounting teacher. At least I'll just move sideways. I'll be a, an economics teacher. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I can be a business teacher. Oh, this is getting better. So we can start playing with <coughs> what's in the bowl. And rather than toss everything out, uh, perhaps the more healthy thing is just start working around the edges. Just scoop a little bit of the, the worst bit out and put in something simple and nice. And so a bowl of life can then start slowly filling up with what we do like. So there's just some ideas there. And so I wish you a a bowl full of that which you do want rather than a bowl full of perhaps what other people have told you should be in it 
you can start taking their stuff out, their expectations, their autism, the things they think you ought to do, and you stick in your own, whatever that meaning is. So just have fun with the, uh, the bowl of life, your bowl of life, and I wish you all the fun that it brings you. Ah, it's just ended. Sorry. <laughs> ah, my mouse. Anyway, so I bless you and all who sail in her. I'm not sure if I'm still talking, but have an amazing day.